Ben McCann. Greetings. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today we are here with Mr. William Ramsey and Mr. and Dr. Hans Utter. And we are very uh, happy to be continuing our conversation where we left off the last show with Hans and Brett Carollo. We were talking about Altamont and American Pie. And we went uh, kind of down a little rabbit hole going into speaking about this movie performance, which Mick Jagger starred as the lead role. And it was released in 1970, the same year as Gimme Shelter, the film that we were speaking about in the last episode, which filmed Altamont. And it was, it, it was basically a snuff film. And we discussed how it was the end of a 10 year period between the death of Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper to uh, Altamont. And uh, basically, it's the opening of the Dark Age of the 70s, where we have the serial killers and the, um, the 60s hippie dream has turned sour and it's uh, become something to be afraid of. Uh, and they, they turn it demonic. And it's, uh, I, I guess, in that, the Church of Satan says year one was 1966 and william and i spoke about that in rosemary's baby because that was uh just around the same time as the release of that film and that's the birth of uh the new satan satanic age the I forget what they call it something of light or whatever it's a latin term or whatever but it's the year of the light <laughs> because of lucifer i guess but in any case uh, so that's the beginning of the demonic and so we wanted to highlight and talk about this film performance some more uh, uh hans is has returned and we have william here to join us to uh william has done some work um uh investigating the director and creator of the film performance. I think he wrote the film as well. His name is Donald Camel. And uh, he is a Crowleyite who grew up. Uh, uh, his father was good friends with Aleister Crowley. And uh, as a child, Donald uh, spent time on the knee of Crowley as they, they write it in his bio. So, um, that automatically puts him higher up on the totem pole of magicians in Hollywood. And uh, this movie performance was his first film. And it was, it seemed like he was trying to put it all in. He was trying to really show everything, his entire occult theology, his worldview. Um, and it was really, they, they pushed the film to kind of crack open the degeneracy of the hippies and uh they combined the film stars uh i forget the other gentleman that, that uh, plays the gangster I uh, james that. fox james fox thank you it stars james fox who we just talked about in utopia uh recently on your show william uh he starred in that film as well which is you know another rabbit hole but anyway james fox is a gangster He's like a dirty gangster, no morals. And he comes into contact with 
this hippie guru guy, which who has free love and drugs and lives in this little hippie hovel and uh, wackiness ensues, I guess, you know, uh, they, it, it, it portrays dualities, um, the uh, polarity of uh, straight gangster dude and hippie weirdo with long hair. And it, it plays with those polarities. And it, uh, in a, in a way it's, it's almost like a work of magic in itself. Um, performance, uh, just one more, sorry, I'm kind of going on and on you guys, but performance, uh, the Donald Camel was quoted once saying that, uh, traditionally art is immoral. <laughs> he says art has to be amoral it has to be intrinsically evil. That's what he said. And he also said, magic is the raising of demons for the purpose of performing in the physical world in the interests of the magician. He used that word performing. So I think that is a very big uh, clue as to what performance is all about. Uh, so welcome uh hans and william welcome hans hello hey how are you <laughs> thanks Sean. thanks for the invite great to be here yeah. welcome both of you thank you so much and thank you william for allowing us to use this platform uh, i had some technical difficulties and you saved the day here thank you so much mm. <laughs> wonderful so uh where do we want to start you guys uh do we want to talk about the director or do uh do we want to continue with where we were before oh. Maybe when, when I just, uh, you got some slides, maybe we just use that as sort of an overview and then dig into the film. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So this is like a picture. The first picture here people are watching on YouTube, Rockfin, is a young Donald Camel. He's kind of straight-laced British guy from Scotland. That's where his dad was from. And an excellent artist. You can tell he's a great portraitist. Here. Yeah. You can just see he's kind of captured this uh, woman here. And he moved from doing kind of uh, standard art to film. But it's just interesting, kind of his his growth. That's just him. That's what he looked like, kind of mm -hmm. Donald Campbell. But there he is, kind of straight lace, button down tie, kind of a younger guy. I forgot who that guy is with him, but you know, he's this is them on site with that's James Fox and Camel. He's on the upper left there on performance, and there's Camel with uh, Mick Jagger, as you mentioned, their friends. That's Camel again with I think a model. He also directed Wide of the Eye. We can go into that. I think that was his last film, and then he committed suicide after that. Yeah, uh, yeah. and just uh, as an interesting uh, note, he, he also co-authored a a novel with, um, I think it was Marlon Brando. Right. Yeah, and, and. yeah I, I started reading that. There's some <laughs> some interesting stuff in there. Uh, some, but uh, And the thing is, his suicide um, is... He literally modeled his suicide after the film performance. And it just at the very end of the film, I'm jumping ahead a bit, but his suicide, I mean, he even stated this is like the film where you can see the hole and he wanted a mirror so he could see the hole through his head and remained alive for a period of time. And he was able to look in this mirror and see the hole through his wow. his his own head. Um, and, he, and he said it's just like the last scene, like uh, from like, white of the eye, right? Look, no, 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 from, from performance, not oh, the last scene of oh, performance, right, right, right. yeah, yeah. So, so there's a scene, there. it's like white of the eye, too. Why did the eye has that same motif? Okay, I'm not, I have not seen that. See, right. that's it. So, he's white showing the eye. mirror to yes. the woman he's stabbing so she can see her death, so she can see herself die, 
and I believe that the mirror is like a magical tool to capture her soul while she's expiring. You know what I, I mean? Think that's like, right, yeah, yeah. And, and well, you'll the, see the the theme of the mirror goes through performance like a lot. Well, they have um, you know the 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 hold the mirror up with the half male, half female. Right, you're both male and female. Shows the one breast, you know, with the right. the, and then with you know Fox and, and Pallenberg, and then also the uh, yeah the male female, and and she says that like Mick Jagger, he's both man and woman. <laughs> and you know, so yes, they were really pushing that um, that androgyny, uh, both sexes, way back then. That was like ever since the beginning, like 1970. That was the plan, and it's still rolling out today. We can see that everywhere, right? Yeah. Well said. I just wanted to get yeah. this quote right. from Kenneth sure. Anger right. because yep. he knew Camel. Kenneth Anger, we know, is just totally networked in the occult. Mm-hmm. But he says, I predicted Donald Camel's suicide. He was mm-hmm. in love with death. So that was from uh, Anger. There's Camel looking wild. That's him with Anita Pallenberg. She was in the movie. I have a She's lot of stuff about the background of performance, but you mentioned Fan Tan. Right. So it's still available on. Um, I tried to download a PDF. I couldn't find it online. Yeah. Right. But it's so not like I want to read it. I mean, I'm sure it's gross. No, it's a bit, it's, um, it's not, it's a bit, cl- it's like a clunky sort of, um, it, it's, it's not that well written. It's kind of like a, you know, Dashiell Hammett style, but there's a lot, like the first half of the book just talks about he's in this prison cell and these cockroaches, right? So much on this cockroach you know hanging out of the car so and there's these letters like letter e they keep using this capital letter e throughout the thing and mm. the, so there's some weird it but it's 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 an i mean it it's kind of hard to get through but it's just it's, <laughs> it's like a it's a bad whole fiction yeah. but anyway i guess that's all we need to know about it thanks for sharing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like okay so he did a few films right performance was the first one uh 1970 and and he already like he has this magical um like he's already kind of uh king of the totem pole as far as being connected to crowley um and uh the uh lucifer rising uh kenneth anger used uh donald camel played osiris in lucifer rising he was all painted up green and he was up there in the in the costume um so like he's there he is right right there and the sign of osiris too right right so he's in, integrate like he's very connected to this whole undercurrent of uh, OTO magic, Crowley following uh, Satanists, basically, right? And the green, like you said. Oh no, that's not him. There he is, right in the green. And like um, he, it, Lucifer Rising was when was that filmed? Oh. It was, I think it was late 60s or early 70s. It didn't come out till later, but I think okay. it wasn't yeah, it around like 67 and then they released it in 72 or something like that. Or... No, you, no, I think it was released quite late, right? Because Bobby Beausoleil ended up doing the music from prison. And I, I think, I think Mick was a Jimmy Page was supposed to be doing the music. He never did it. And wasn't Mick Jagger was supposed to star in it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it was, yeah, it was released much later. Right. 67 so it was filmed at when they were at the russian embassy in san francisco that's right. when it started so he was already there before he ever made a movie he was like famous guy playing osiris everybody like worshiped that dude he's one of the gods you know it's very interesting uh so i'm sure there's a lot 
uh, there's a lot going on under the surface that we don't know about. I would agree with that. No question. And he was, well, he just was networked. He knew a lot of people in London. Demon Seed was in one of his later films. That's, uh, there's the mirrors we were talking about. There's James Fox. And they're putting the wig on him. Yeah, they're make, dressing him up like a hippie, like kind of making him a little more feminine. Uh, you know, that it's like they're transforming this guy. They give him mushrooms, high dose of mushrooms. And while he's in the trip, they're influencing his mind. And I don't know if you wanted to play some parts from the film. Uh, yeah, let me just get through these slides. We, we, yeah, we can probably get, get to that because there's a bunch of uh, really uh, direct. It was China Kong was his girlfriend. He met her when she was 14. Oh, and she went on to work with him on Why to the Eye. So that was kind of like the theme of pedophilia is there. Yeah. Um, Alistair Crowley's around. So, so what is this? By the way, so can you go back to that previous picture? Mm -hmm. um, one more. I had. Um, no, when he's holding that that uh, thing. So this is like very, you know, important, you know, Mick Jagger in performance. He's saying like, you know, he lost his career because he lost his demon left him. He wants his right. demon to come back. And he's why well, he has this, this, uh, you know, fluorescent tube of light. Right. <laughs> and you see similar, um, even in demon seed, you know, you have this, the, the, the star with the light coming, but that, you know, that beam of light, it, you know what, cause it's, it's very prominent in performance and also in demon seed. Do you know what that symbolizes or what that means? I'm just, Okay, maybe we'll see the scene and someone will know. But I thought that it obviously has some significance with that, you know, this, this, um, well, I mean, it, it like light itself. Oh, oh, thunderbolt, anger and thunder, thunderbolt. So okay. it's a, so it's a thunderbolt. Oh, that's why he was shaking it in the, like, yeah, okay, so it's, it's okay, thunderbolt. Like he's Zeus or some crap. You know? hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So okay. that's anger. So in the film, he shakes it. He shakes. This it. is his dad's book, Alistair Crowley, the Black Magician, Charles right. Camel, and then Alistair Crowley, the Man, the Mage, the Poet. So that those books are out there, you can find them. But this is always a picture I go back to, which is kind of an important kind of marker for the occult '60s, which is Camel with Hopper and Yodorowsky and Kenneth Anger all together. It's really something else. Right. Those are all all separate shows, you know. Right. Um, and then yeah. these are the performance kind of uh, posters. Mick Jagger. Right there, they're showing, like this one too, they're showing the polarity of the male, female, masculine, feminine. And it's like they're showing both actors, showing both sides of themselves or whatever. Uh, that in itself is a magical working. I mean, they're, they're advertising that this is a magical working. Like, look. And the transforming of from male to female is the it's like the Satanism, the mirror and mirrors play heavily in this film. Uh, he breaks the mirror at a certain point when the song is playing. And um, I don't know if we're going to get to that later, but, but we're going to play the song memo for Turner because he breaks the mirror, too. Right. Yeah, right. That's the one. That yeah. Mm. So and this is just an interesting thing. This is Alan Moore mentioning Donald Campbell. Huh. I wish I could bring this up. It says, that ties uh, into Utopia, kind of. Right. Donald Kim, can you see Everything the photograph of the gorges? <laughs> bad karma, great stuff. It just kind of goes on. So they all kind of knew about these guys. Hmm. Interesting. Why would he say bad karma? I wonder what skeletons that he knows about. And for people who don't know, uh, Donald Campbell was a video director, and he, he directed In the Name of Love by U2. 
So if you check that out, that's a picture of his dad. The band U2 is like Irish royalty. They're related to the, 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 the royal family of England or like Dukes or something. Like they, they are so connected. It's disgusting. U2 uh, is, and then you see Bono nowadays and like how he's doing all those running all over the third world countries and like showing his face, acting like he's doing good and shit. He, he works for them all the way. Uh, oh no doubt, he's, he's got all the hand gestures down. He's oh yeah, yep. and now he's, he's got a permanent weird. residence in Las Vegas. The YouTube, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so going. that's the that's the end of the slides. Do you want okay. to play some of the film, or I can what pull you, up some of my bits and stuff. Slides, to you. Um, uh, what do you think about those slides before we get started on that? Is there anything uh, specific that pops out for you before we move on, Hans? Um, I mean, I, I, you know, his, you know, connection with his father, I mean, in the fact that, that this film, um, performance it was, you know, the, the release was delayed to coincide with the release of the film, give me shelter. Right. right. So, so it was, so they delayed the release for the film and they thought it would help the controversy at the Altamont Pop Festival would help make the movie performance more popular. That's that was the <laughs> the reasoning behind it. But yeah. they released right at the same time, and then you know we go. There's so, so many it's different a package elements. deal. That whole the the, P, the the whole mind control portion of Altamont and that entire death ritual is tied into this performance. Like it's all one big performance, right? Uh, absolutely and then with you know we can go through um you know the the first you know yep yeah, uh, so the first part of the film there's it's sort of it's interesting but there's not much i don't think there except for when there's one scene when the um one of the one of the god the godfather guy has a picture of these little boys you know what i'm talking about oh yeah dude they yeah. got like mushroom hats on <laughs> yeah so there's a picture he's got this picture he's he's Here, you know, find that. Here, he's like, sitting there you keep talking yeah i'll, I'll play so um, but yeah go ahead keep talking it's fine but um and i mentioned a little bit with with the music like even the beginning uh just to show this music that actually you know it's it's not really music it's more sound that has like a psycho psycho effect so play go back to that scene with the, the judge just to show the um the the, the music but you know that they played Mary, no aggravation. What about this lawyer guy? Get to see him. That man, I submit, should be standing where my unfortunate client now stands. I can rely on that, eh? It'll be straightened out in the morning, Harry. Don't worry. He's a nutcase, like all artists. But I can rely on him. I know my business is business, <laughs> and progress is progress in the fluid state of business ethics. Pertaining today, we must protect the inalienable rights of the smaller businessman to be conjoined in commercial union with an expansion of the Okay, you can stop it there. <laughs> but, so, so that's, so you see, I, I noted that, you know, in Demon Seed also, but so that's, you know, obviously, you know, it sounds irritating. You made it, you tune it out, but that's, that is having an effect Digital, on, on your effects, Right. That's what you mean. You, well, no, no. I mean, th th these are sounds that are right, having right, effect right. on your nervous system. They're not, it's not really music. This is a, right. has a, 
uh, you know, a, a physio, a neurophysiological effect. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's being employed. So it's not, obviously it has nothing to do with the scene. It's it, it just, it sounds horrible, right? It's just these, but these are not just random beeps and blurps. These are specific tones, right. you know, that have, again, they're also imprinting encoding things so that, so the film, it's like, it's having an effect on you that is below, you know, the conscious threshold, but it's affecting your body or your, your nervous system. And also we see that the way that, you know, the film is projected over the face of yeah. the, of the spectator. Right. So in a certain way, one of the, the um, kind of sub themes is that the, the, the uh, audience becomes integrated into the performance. Right. And is we can, maybe we get to that scene where Mick Jagger talks about smashing your skull and going, boring a hole directly into your brain. Right. right? You know, so, 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 um, so keep, yeah. Before we get to that, can I just do a direct quote from camel? Yeah. I please. think it's really important because it goes into just what you said on. It's a little long, but ties in with magic, his dad, and it is, this is from Donald Campbell. He says, my interest in magic is really a matter of being conditioned where I was brought up in a house where magic was real. My old man, Charles, long gone these three years, filled the house with magicians, metaphysicians, spiritualists, and demons. I was conditioned by my father, by his books, that library, by Aleister Crowley. I reacted against that at one stage. I became very materialist, obsessed by science and physics. But later, I became more and more conscious of the world I was brought up in was an expression of a reality. I dug magic and wanted to find out more. The performance of magic is an extremely difficult thing. Magical processes are hardly ever achieved, and we have very little experience of it outside of tribal cultures that manage it. It functions in those countries in a pragmatic material way, which is what magic is. The raising of demons for the purpose of performing in the physical world in the interest of the magician, who is ideally a benevolent person, wanting to use the forces for what he conceives to be proper ends for all mankind. The interface of black and white magic is simply the difference in using powers on hand that are neither good nor bad, but have both faces. The demonic face of the spirit is as much a part of his angelic face. Kenneth Anger is better qualified to discuss the specific relationship between magic as we know it culturally, historically, and pragmatically, which is to say performing it through a vehicle that all of the vehicles we have invented to influence other men's minds and communicate is logically the most powerful. The moving picture with its its attendant sound. Wow! Ah, well, there you like, go. he says, "I was conditioned, right?" And then he assumes that the magician is benevolent. Like, okay, dude. Like, yeah. wow. And the, he was he was programmed. He was conditioned as a kid. He was probably just like this little kid here, eating beans, wearing a dress, sitting next to uh, the pic Probably the poster. Yeah. It says, "It's all over." there with um oh, wow. the, the doors guy that uh, jim morrison and yeah, yeah so and so what's really you know very interesting right is that this does if you look at the end of the 1960s tied to the you know the the the, the concert right, right. so the, and this was that concert and, so again the venue was switched at the last minute right by Right. And Jolly West playing a part in switching that venue, but this has already been very, you know, directly referenced in this in this film in, in, on multiple levels. But again, so that use of sound, so, so you know, the like my little puppet. Yeah, there's a science and technology, but in a certain way, it, you know, if you look at 
that aspect of quote unquote magic. I mean, that, you know, it's the magic of technology, right? The tech, the, the, the sound, but then it's, you know, it's part of this thing. So you're, you know, it's like demon seed is the magic of technology and the combination of the demons. Yeah. With the technology. Yeah. And, and so it, it is, um, you know, you have to a- analyze that, but that's, you know, obviously scientifically based and these things, you know, you may not remember, you probably consciously like, did you guys even notice that weird music in that scene when you watched the movie? Not conscious. Not really the first time. No. Yeah, no, you see, I, 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 I noticed it immediately, but a lot of this stuff, even though it's, when you hear it, it's like, wow, this is, it's, yeah. you, know, you can listen to it more, but it's, it's disturbing, right? It's, it's, right? it's extremely yes. irritating, but it, it'll go by. Like I noticed, you know, you know, obviously I'm, I'm more attuned to that, but so it's definitely in, in use, um, do you and, think and, it causes us to to focus attention to be like, what is that sound? And like, is that? Do you think that's uh, no? It it it, it kind of it's bypassing your conscious mind in a certain way, right? Well, I mean, for us to focus on what is happening, what is being said by the guy to make us like uh, try to figure out subconsciously, we're trying to figure out what is that sound, and like then you focus more on like what is being displayed to you. Yeah, or, or you know, I guess is what I'm thinking. Or, or basically, you know, a lot, a lot of these things function, um, like, you know, especially in film, right? So, mm-hmm. like, for this is a wonderful example, is the scene, right? So, oh, yeah, it's um, sick. I wanted to talk about this one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of this stuff, it's, it, it's. Um, I'll probably start going more into this later, but it's, it's, you know, the reticular formation, which is a part of the brain and it, the filtration reticular activating system. But this is where all of your sensory neural pathways go to this part. It filters your consciousness. So if, if, and it can be modified via images and belief. So it can literally, it will filter out things of your experience. You won't see them. You, right. know, you won't notice certain things and you, you know you can see this all the time like the indians uh, didn't see the boats of columbus coming towards them like yeah whole idea of like yeah couldn't imagine what and then yeah yeah it, and it's 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 something that you know it, it's while it's you know it has you know obviously a lot of evolutionary advantages um you know for example if you know a, a hunter you know aboriginal hunter in the forest or something you know you want to be able to focus on only very specific things other hand if you don't have some kind of filtration mechanism and every single sensory input every single thought feeling is all blasting at you once your conscious mind will overload right that's the mechanism that's being disrupted by the mushrooms like they 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 like the the use of mushrooms in this movie and cannabis and they it seems like they're pushing that idea and we all know about you know, Time Magazine and the, you know, the, the mushroom, the, uh, what's his name? That went to Wasson. Yeah. Wasson. Exactly. That whole push of MK ultra. So like this, I'm sure is folded in with that as well. And that mechanism is like disrupted the focus. Like all of a sudden you hear things and you see things that aren't being filtered properly, properly through this mechanism in the, in the head. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, you know, it, it, it's again, it, it's something that, yeah, it's it's there. I mean, you know, you can look at it even in a simple way. You you look at what you attract or experience in your life, right? Someone who's very angry 
and, and you know, whatever, they'll probably run into a lot of encounters where people are getting angry at them. They're getting angry at other people. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, so it, it's also a mental focus, but it goes to the basic level and then it ties in into your bit, your awaking. And then the, the descending reticular formation ties into your heart rate, to your sleep and to your vital organs. So it really is the, the foundation of waking, sleeping, and your dream state, the visual images from television intersect between both of these and it can actually affect, <laughs> you know, affect your reality in a sense. Right. So your reality becomes permeated right. and in a sense becomes almost dreamlike, right? And this like is when kids, if they watch a horror movie before they go to sleep, they're like, oh, they have bad dreams. They're scared and, you know, because uh, it influences their, their head. Not more than that, because what uh, you see, the original you know, worked on on this starting, you know, the late 60s, 70s, you know, looking at how television will actually shut down <laughs> parts of the brain and, and right. bypass, right? Bypass. And the, the it can last, even watching for a few hours can affect your, your mind for weeks. Yeah, right. It's so, so, in, so, in that so, state of dissociation, yeah. like alpha. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. And then the other thing is that, look, for, and then the other, Part of this, of course, is that our own awareness, direction of attention. Look at all these images. This is just passing by in the film, right? Yeah. There's, that's but why you, I wanted to stop it here. Your, your mind sees all of this. Okay. Your I, mind, everything, all these things. Um, we see the same thing in Demon Seed. There's these television monitors, right? And they're showing these flashing images, right? They're shown very briefly, right? When the AI place. And so I, you know, looked in at some of those. So that's, but you're seeing all that and that's being registered. But you're not consciously, I mean, there's no way you can consciously catch what's there. Right. So you're trying to follow the story. Oh, why is this naked guy in a bathtub talking to this kid wearing a dress eating beans? <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> you're trying to figure that out. <laughs> and then you're not really looking at the pictures. Like those pictures are gross. Can you go back when he for, the yeah. kid first shows up? He has a mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and then you like know, a, there's like a dirty Sanchez kind of mustache, right? Um, yeah, so the kid looks like he's older. Uh, I don't know if he shows up. Oh, yet. and that's also interesting. The scene right here where he talks about juggling and he has these weird references to these pyramids and, and um, you know, Moloch and all this other stuff. And there's the there's our light beams, right? Yeah, those, those are the light bolts. Yeah, you yeah. want me to play from here? Sure, yeah. Go ahead, Alice. You can't have the room. What? It's not for rent. Wait a minute. The lady's just said... Hey. Said... I don't tell her everything. My secretary. Got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of pressure. Yeah. No, I don't want it. That cough, it's 200 years old. So it's an Arabic it. script, right? A valuable antique, isn't it? Related to Hassan de Sabah. Really? Listen, I've got to say goodbye now. But the thing is, Mr. Turner, I've got all my luggage, my stage gear. It's all coming out from the continent. Your what? My luggage, my juggling, you know, stuff. Why don't you go to a hotel? A hotel? You must be joking. Look, I need a... I need a bohemian atmosphere. I'm an artist, Mr. Turner. Like yourself. You 
juggle. Why not? Why, why not? What? Not a jongleur. It's a third oldest profession. You're a performer of natural magic. Right there, performer of natural magic. And then yeah. they, they hit yeah. you with that. Yeah, and then he does this little speech over this, right? So this is tricky. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, my mistake. It's fine. No okay, you just play from here. It does okay, we'll keep playing. I perform. I bet you do. I, I can tell by your operations. Anti-gravity man. Amazon, the Apollo. Chaos in his bloody pyramid. He dug a juggle or two, didn't he? Remember? And the tetrarchs of Sodom. And all this tertius. Am I right? Am I right, babe? More or less. Personally, I just, you know, hope for Oh, you're not his chance. Okay, so, like, he's mentioning Sodom and it's evil things. Cheops or something, didn't he? Cheops, the pyramids of Cheops, yeah. and then they show the nipple, which is like the pyramid, right? When we have also the pyramid. But that's thing. like our first memory, too, like, you know, sustenance and our mother and like all yeah. that, too. And so, so the the juggler that that ties into these jesters and then the, this whole I, I love was looking at that a little bit more. There's like the order of um, like there's a basically a secret society, semi secret society. You know, the order of the jesters, and there's also oh yeah yeah, yeah. E e even they're the, bad dude. They're evil. Yeah yeah, yeah. and even inner from the from the the Shriners. It's an inner on the inside of the Shriners. Yeah yeah. The Freemasonry. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also the um, the 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 connection of the you know the the, the court jesters connected with you know ball worship with Baphomet. Even they have their own they had their own deity. This big fat blob you know looks like Jabba the Hut. Basically, yeah, exactly. Okay, but so, so that so but, jesters and clowns are related to demon possession. Like when you mm -hmm. wear the mask of the the clown and the jester. Like uh, the same thing with the Native Americans, the the uh, Native American clowns, are, and and like the um, the way that the uh, in Haiti the voodoo they they take on the they invoke the demon into themselves and then they're performing, right? That's what he just said. He performs, and then he's related to Sodom and all these other things, which are also probably demonized people, right? That might be a little clue. I don't know. Well, he's also looking up. Right, looking up with this, right. you know, and that we're gonna get probably won't get this far out, but like in Demon City, he talks about the con they talk about the AI is connected with the constellation Orion, right? right. So this connects with this. There's a whole nother side where I won't go there right now. That's right. that gets really far out. So, <laughs> but, well, I mean, maybe, kinda, maybe we can, go ahead, William. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, just to tie in your thing about Ultimon from my book, Children of the Beast, Campbell says the movie was performance was finished before Altamont and Altamont actualized it i don't know if you talked about that <laughs> oh wow in your ah, good word actualized well that that there's no question then so that, that so that's he knew he was aware right i heard that they had like trouble releasing it because warner brothers didn't like it uh they they released it in england and then they brought it here and they were like 
where's the star? We want to have Mick Jagger in the beginning of the movie. And so they had to recut and it was edited 14 times. They said, wow. like, who knows who got their hands on it and changed it into this, what it is. You it's know? the so, original Eyes Wide Shut, right? You don't really know what the director's right, intent was. Yeah. I hear no, from I, Children of the Beast, he says, Warner, the debauchery and depravity of the film was too much for the Warner Brothers executives who oversaw its production. They were genuinely, quote, they were genuinely shocked by the rushes. Warners was so outraged, they took the unprecedented step of closing down the film. And then it says, in the end, under intense pressure from Camel, who tried to enlist everybody from Kenneth Anger to Stanley Kubrick in his campaign, and after a change of ownership, Warners released the film in the U.S. two years after it had been shot. So he enlisted Kubrick. Interesting right. little Kubrick. Right. But, the, uh, I, you know, I, the, I, there's different... Sometimes, you know, there's I've heard different takes on this narrative, you know, from other sides is that basically the film was considered a bit shocking, but somehow this guy never directed a film in his life. He didn't know anything about film. Right. I've been I, I worked on a couple of films. I mean, it, it, you got to know a lot right to do that. So you're wondering how this guy even got there or got enlisted. They had a full budget, full Hollywood budget warner brothers but then it ties in they just delayed the release till it coincided with right. the 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 gimme shelter movie right. so it's they they came out basically the same time and, and everything else was a cover story right the, yeah right. It, it could be a cover story um, the real thing was what you're saying they wanted to release them together to hit our yeah. mind consciousness in that same double whammy boom they're dropping them both on us that that's i, I mean that. that would make you know okay make sense but th that's an amazing quote could you he said actualized actually he said performance actualized give me shelter or actualized altamont or vice versa the movie was finished before altamont and altamont actualized it said camel that's what yeah I performance mean. was okay altamont actualized it well because altamont is a ritual it's the magic ritual it's the right. second half right so and and even the performance when he ties that directly in to magic right into and i think you know there is this layer of the the boring into the mind of the audience right just i think i was i think willing right, was you're, talking you're, about that uh the bullet into your head like that speech is that what you're saying um yeah but we can do that later um well there's um mushroom uh also the blood what do you guys think about this blood so there's a couple so they show like when they're you know his apartment gets vandalized jamie fox's apartment is vandalized right okay. and then they show mick jagger repainting his apartment walls from black to red at oh, the same right. time they flash in between it's the first time we see mick jagger right yeah, so when, right at the beginning too yeah it was right at the beginning and they just that's mick jagger's just there briefly but they're painting the walls red and then um you know then of course like, when he he takes that red dye he washes his face you know oh it, yeah yeah and, and and then the kid comes with a mustache the kid in a dress right that's got to be in the beginning here it's like it's got to be somewhere in the middle maybe um for people who don't know on the greatest films british film institute greatest. performance is number 48 <laughs> wow <laughs> in between shakespeare and love and i'm all right jack oh look at that's the little boy with the boots yeah he's got he's got f me boots dude wow so he's got his little cardigan and his little dress and he's being led in there by his mother or whoever guardian is bringing him to this house where he's it's a sketchy house yeah it's a drug den 
Like, what is mom doing? Is she trading him? <laughs> She's selling but, him? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, well, no, just play this. But, but what's interesting is that, like, he had, there's a couple times he'll address mommy and daddy. He even, he's in the bathtub, bathroom with uh, the Jamie Foxx, the mafia character. And the kid yeah. says, daddy, was mommy coming down with us? So, so the, he dresses mommy, daddy, and various. So, the, this is her filming. So, we have the uh, anyways. Isn't Pallenberg like a full witch oh, in real life? Totally. She was into witch yeah, yeah. Yeah, she said it influenced her life. Goodbye, the Ferrari. <laughs> so, for the listeners, she's got a video camera filming the mirror. And. That she's gonna film some basically a porno. And we have this, you know, this Iranian music, right? Referencing Hassani Saba. All the decor in his apartment is straight up, you know, basically like, you know, you know, that that Middle Eastern that Middle Eastern, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So at first glance, it looks like a dude. It looks like a, a dude. It looks yeah, like Keith yeah, Richards. It's on purpose. It looks look like Keith Richards even. Wow. Um, I saw a, uh, a documentary about the making of performance, and they were discussing, they, they talked about, like, Anita Pallenberg came along with Mick Jagger. as like, a, you know, and she was in the scene already. But the other woman... Uh, Donald Camel chose specifically, and the guy talking about it was like, oh, he chose from his dream girl. And then in the film here, when James Fox is uh, making sex, I guess, with with that character, who is a female. I mean, the first scene it looks kind of male, but he says to her, oh, you're kind of underdeveloped, and your breasts are small, and you kind of look like a boy. That's in the that's like in the dialogue of the film. Yeah. And mean, then they're she, saying that that's the dream of Camel. Like, well, she also has freckles right on her back. So she really does look like a boy. You know what yeah. I mean? She does not. Um, it, 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 but, yeah. Um, it's so, yeah. so we also have the eye of the camera, right? As, as the so in a sense, like, you know, it's in all the symbolism. Right. But this is like the. The the you know the camera's like the the magic right it 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 takes reality and starts to transform it right, right. into this occult working there look at that right there and you it, see the poster next to him it's like they go from the sex fornication the the the, the try you know the menage a trois and then they cut to this kid with a dirty Sanchez mustache and then the poster behind him is like mauve lavender man and a woman sixty nining. With purple candles, uh, like at this little shrine thing, and he's like speaking to this James Fox. Like, it's very—I mean, it's not very subtle. I have to rewatch this thing because I missed a lot. Like, it I is sick. I and then you, <laughs> did you watch my Cold Hollywood where I covered this? Yes. No, uh, no I haven't. Seen I missed that. so much. I mean, I got the obvious stuff like Hannes of and the Satanism and right. the demon missing, but some of this other—they, this is crazy. It is. I'm glad you're here for this one, this show, man. It's, it is crazy. We should, we should do a, like a thing where we just watch along, watch the whole movie along and yeah. just like, you know, deconstruct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, um, 
Well, I think like the la- the last section, we do, I think from the Hassani Saba speech, you can play some of that just okay. directly. But right here's what we talk about the mustache part. Because well, the mustache. So that's interesting. You know, there's also the the um, the beards, right? You know, beards used to, that was always that was a, a synonym for a, a gay man, right? That hid, that was in the closet, or even a pedophile. Um, and of course, then the, the guy when he did, they do the pic- fake picture that he give it, they give him a fake mustache, right? Right. The and, gangster, like, and the gangster guy is seeing he's got this picture in his hand that's got two little like Polynesian boys that have mushroom colored like Amanita colored underwear diapers or whatever and they're naked up besides that and they're wearing a mushroom hat on their head that looks as red with the white dots and there's two of them like just hanging out in the woods and the guy's like got it in his hand he's like looking at it while he's at an important important meeting with his boss he's like staring at this picture <laughs> like what so i mean the people that they're displaying to us like no wonder warner brothers was horrified when they saw this <laughs> You know, or, or else they made it in England. They're like, oh yeah, it's all good. Or didn't they? No, they maybe they made it here. I guess they released I mean, it in England, and they England thought it was great. Well, you know, you can also say that maybe some people were horrified, and some people wanted it to come out. Right, and the Satanists loved it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and again, when he says Altamont actualized this, so I think there's probably still even a lot more. And look how they rushed to get Gimme Shelter out. That was out right afterwards. Right. They didn't, you know, that was almost it released instantaneously. Happened. Right. Altamont happened December 69. And then 1970 is when we got Gimme Shelter. Yep. December and, 13th. Yep. Right. It was released 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. Which is okay. And then, uh, okay. And even that, I don't know what those weird array, look at those arrays, like the, the two people standing on the right, you know, yeah. on that film poster. And these are like these rays almost, you know, coming in or. The magic, the or also like the uh, you know these demonic forces or entities coming down, being summoned to the earth or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like the moon the, child, like they they summon yeah. specific demons into the impregnated or the the the. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Who's that in the bottom there on the right? Oh, that's that's James Fox in the chair. He's looking. No, no, no. I mean in the poster. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Somebody in a business suit. Mm. Looks yeah. like he's got um, Orthodox Jewish curls coming from mm. in front of his ears, hanging. Yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of reference to the blood, though, right? The red, the blood, the sacrifice. You right. know what I mean? And um, okay, well, go ahead. You can just play it. Okay. Okay. So I said to stay at the office. Why are you so mean? And it just said your visa is finished. Please. And and you you're not in a place of learning, right? So for the listeners, like uh, Mick Jagger's in the tub with uh, a woman who's complaining about something. He's a woman who looks like a boy. <laughs> a boy, exactly. And Anita Palenberg is doing her soft brown sugar. Actually, she's doing it. Yeah. Man, I wish they had one of those. Right? Teaching English, so she looks like a boy. She does not look like a female. I'm exactly. sorry to say that. She, no yeah, she looks like a 12 year old. Yeah, let's uh, do less nudity. Let's okay. Sorry, we'll, we'll scroll through. We'll, we'll get. We'll be we'll get the, right. the, sorry, the copyright. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, um, are we sorry. still on YouTube? We are still on YouTube. Okay. Wow, that's great. Hi, YouTube. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Become one. Okay. So now he's up in turning the red, the white, and the blue. Dreaming of all 
black civilizations that once flourished and grew. Hey, wake up, niggas, are y'all through? Drowning in the pull of the white man. Look at that, like, even that mantelpiece. You can see, like, little weird images. And ain't got nothing to save your funky ass with, you cool fools. Sipping on a menthol cigarette round midnight. Rapping about how the Big Apple is out of sight. You ain't never had a bite. Who are you fooling? Me? You? Wake up, niggas. It introduces a lot of different pieces of culture. Like it does, it really does. It brings, yeah. it brings in uh, the, you know, the 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 poetry of. The- well, that's the last poets, right? So the last poets, and they were a group. Um, you know, they they were a music group, but they they're also tied in with, you know, magic, African, a little bit of santeria. I mean, you know, they had some interesting music but this is almost like they were summoning i mean they were doing types of even you see even in blm right they they have different types of african gods that are tied in with different leaders even they they have the symbolism and stuff like that right you look at like they the were cut- practicing african magic those yeah. little like uh necklaces have uh, spiritual meaning or occult meaning or whatever they were wearing. Uh-huh. And, and, and even the Covington, right? That, that Covington, Kentucky Christian school, right? So they had all kinds of different uh, like occult elements, including they had like this, you know, whatever was some kind of culture month where they had this African God, you know, that's also associated with the BLM that, they, you know, they have it. They're teaching these little kids about this God that does like blood, human sacrifice and stuff. Wow. And they're having like this lock. No, no, it's an African. It's a this. It's an African. It's like it's a it's a no, no. It's a Yoruba deity. Um, but this is being summoned. I mean, you know, in these wow. rituals. Um, so, anyways, we keep going. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we saw the guy. Okay, so they're also bringing in Robert Johnson. Like, doesn't he play? He plays. Yeah. All that music is all Robert Johnson, and he. Yeah, and we can. That that I think that's very important to play from that point. You but you can you can play it. You maybe okay. bring on. Oh. I think actually that's in this part. This part. Okay. And downtown interracial lovers secretly kiss while junkies interracial lovers. Right. Somewhere in the atmosphere, far away from here, beyond realms of white dimensions. Different atmosphere. As they cries, 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 go unrecognized. That sounds like some MK Ultra, like trauma-based mind control. Beyond some other place, like going ab- above the rainbow, beyond the white, uh, like where there's, where it's colors of rainbow, you know. Be- um, and then the nobody hears the cries, cries like that. I don't know. It seems kind of suspect. Except by their keeper, the Grim Reaper. Their keeper, the Grim Reaper. Good afternoon, Mr. Turner. Good afternoon, Mr. Again, those bulbs, right? Right. You can't have the room. Okay. So this is where we where we were, and he asks for his juggling, and he says his performance of natural magic. I I perform. I bet you do. I can tell by your vibrations. Anti-gravity man. Anti-gravity man. Amazon, the Apollo. Chaos in his bloody pyramid. He dug a juggle or two, didn't he? Remember? And that's that's the slide guitar from Memo uh, from Turner, which we'll listen to in a bit. And the tetrarchs of Sodom and all Mistertius. I'm alright. I'm alright, babe. More or less. Personally, I just, you know. Oh, you're not his chance. And 
he's like a gangster. Like he does evil things. He does bad things for bad right, people. So he wants to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right you are, Enrico Lastelli. You said it all, pal. Juggler to the king of Tuscany. Fourteen How about balls. the rules? Fourteen balls. How about just on a on a nightly basis? Right, on a nightly basis. On a horse. On blindfold. Blindfold on a horse, right? Isn't that the sacrifice? You know, you in that, oh, wait, is, is, there, is, that a, is that a Masonic thing? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. it's also blind, yeah, blindfold on the horse or sitting backwards on the horse, being led for the oh, like when you um, like public execution or sacrifice, right? And like um, being sent, uh, like excommunicated from the from the group, like whatever. When you when you get um, they they. They shun you from the group when you get like they, if they don't kill you, if you're a criminal or something, they'll put you on a horse and they'll tie you up and blindfold you and just send the horse off and so that you just disappear. You know, I, I forget what that's called. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry that you can't stay here, old man. Look at the moon. Got a moon around his back. Not in the mood. Why don't you? What is that? That's like a hook. What, what is it? He's a very long necklace. It looks like some either like a sickle or a crescent moon or right, like a claw almost. or a horn. Yeah, could be a horn. Funny when you're fifty. <laughs> You'll have to go. You wouldn't like it here. So not like it. That charming little basement suite. I paid for it. Anyway. I Let's see if we can find something more interesting. So what we're, we want to find him playing the guitar. Wait, look at this real quick. Just go back to that 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 collage because that's kind of interesting. Go back a little bit earlier. So this is a weird. Can you go back a little bit before, yep. like just the painting on the wall? Um, you don't you, you don't need to play the sound. Just when that they because there's a lot of stuff in there. I didn't get a chance to to, to decipher it, but yeah, it looks like uh, no no no. Go go further. It's it's okay. it's it's uh, where that you know the guy holding the gun that picture. After this, um, hmm. where did it? I think. Uh, thank yeah, you. Uh, you may have gone gone past it. Yeah, you just hit it. It was like you know when she's standing there, and there, there's like a lot. There's all these weird juxtaposed images, right? And it's and it has a guy. There's a guy holding a gun, and there's all this. There's like a face, oh, that. right? They, yeah, that that yeah. So that it, there's a, a you maybe just a little bit. If you can see where that shows up, see that whole thing on the wall there. Yeah, maybe just right about there. Yeah. yeah. So this. Oh yeah. The There's the Egyptian thing with the lips, uh, and then above that is like the pop idol, pop star, or whatever. But one, you got the one eye, right? And then you got the right. thing in, in the brain. Look, there's like a, a figure inside of the head, right? Yeah. Like that being being summoned. It's like somebody like with their arms up. Um, uh, yeah, right. Being maybe, I guess. And then it's like that green, like lizard type of female, mm -hmm. right, right there entering in. So I don't know. I just, and then, and then they're like behind the head of this pop icon that's like tripping out with Egyptian magic, uh, is some gangster with a gun like pointing at his head, right? So yeah. it kind of creates attention, just being that image. Yeah, and I, I'm sure it has some meaning, but. I don't okay anyways right. any thoughts on what that symbolizes because you got the lips uh, and like this like this one that right there too what? look at that, that that's like yeah. so that's like one of those you know like the like the plague mask right from from the middle ages look at that red the head's cut off see right or like an executioner 
uh, like a like executioner's hood. It looks like he's stabbing the feet with a knife. Yeah, and the head he's is going through. The head is and, gone. Yeah, yeah, that's really, it's really a sick, twisted. So uh, it's an image of somebody being tortured by somebody wearing a, a purple suit, and they are yellow head, uh, red body. Maybe the red body is there, like feeling pain or something. But it looks like one of those images painted by a survivor of SRA, like that mm. type of art. You know? And then, so I think that ties the red color with the sacrifice, right? Right. The color right. of the, yeah. Right. And the Malkuth, like the lowest level. So she's got this mushroom garden. Um, I don't know what kind. Of, it's obviously probably psilocybin mushrooms. And uh, so this is promoting drug use of the mushrooms. And this hippie back to nature and like what an idyllic little place. <laughs> There's the monster staring. So this is Robert Johnson. Okay. Oh, there's the amateur. That's definitely a magic mushroom, right? right. That, the red ones are the amanita scary. So they're referencing. So, 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 so they're playing a. They're playing a. Um, uh, Robert Johnson's song here, right? So this is referencing. Oh, you pause real quick. Okay. Um, I was gonna say like they have that the red figure and then the James Dean popping out of the brain in that painting, right? Mm -hmm. So that's you know what I mean. So this ties into this sort of I think the whole culture as a magic working. I think there's a lot of yes links, right? Even with the Robert Johnson, with Altamont is taking the whole culture along with it. Like it's bringing everybody into this yeah. darkness. Yeah. And, and so Robert Johnson, again, this was something that, you know, they had, you know, this was a huge, became a huge culture right there. So that, so you, so you see these images. So that looks, that's kind of a Mick Jagger with that satanic. Um, right. Red eyes. But his look, over. but yeah. James Brown is, I mean, uh, James Dean, it has his foot going into his brain. <laughs> his foot is going into his head. Then there's the, I don't know. James the Dean is like the top pop like the top icon of Hollywood uh, and like, um, and in American, American uh, pie, he sings about how the jester is wearing James Dean's jacket or some, like we got into that. Speaking about that on the other show, how Bob Dylan was wearing the red windbreaker that James Dean had in that movie um, rebel without a cause. Like he's one of the anchor points in this, uh, the evolution of teenagers into the satanic is um, like one of the first signposts. And then if you read Kenneth Anger, uh, Hollywood Babylon, you read the truth about James Dean. He was a psychopath who like burned himself with cigarettes, like loved pain. Like he was probably another SRA baby, like, you know, trauma based mm. by control. Marilyn Monroe and all the rest. Yeah. But, and just, um, I'll just extrapolate. This mm -hmm. is maybe a, a bit, um, far field, but if so, if you look at this image here, right? So you've got, and that looks like some African tribes person, but they got like that. Looks like an eye. See that right near his, his. Oh, down below. Yeah, the holding the basket right by, by his leg. But so what you have here is actually like if you go back to that earlier scene with a lawyer, you know what I mean. In this, this is a normal society, so to speak. You have this really dissonant music. Oh yeah. In a certain way, he's representing just just like um, Camel, right? You see, he's, he's buttoned down, wearing the tie. Okay, now you know what I mean. Right. And but through this transformation, right? This is like how James Dean goes into the brain, how the pop culture goes into the mind and then transforms and then you become like i don't know 
got a like, foothold in his brain, right? Yeah, like it's, so, it, and I think this kind of goes through, like how, he, of course, he's right. he's also the gangster, but we've it's also we've been encoded that the the mainstream, the pro, you know, whatever you want to call it, that you know, the high culture, or whatever, is with this weird dissonant sonic frisure but isn't that the kind of the process right you have your straight laced person right. and then suddenly you end up becoming the victim the sacrificial victim so huh. anyways go ahead right. okay. that's, yeah. <laughs> and i think it starts right here yeah, this yeah. Okay, now this is the red that you're talking about yeah If I try moving up, moving around for my bar, it jumps. Okay, so he's washing out. He put the red in his hair to like hide or whatever. Now he's washing with turpentine. And behind, you can see the uh, there's a picture. I guess that's supposed to be Mick Jagger with the big lips or whatever. And he's got the lion on his chest. But if you see, his neck has like oh, it's a, a pedophilia symbol, isn't it? Heart, right? It's a double heart. It's just like having the big heart and the little heart in one. It's the pedophile symbol of girl lover, right? Right there on his head. He's got the green star on his head. But I mean, the, the girl lover thing on his neck, and that's his throat chakra. Like, that's like what he's projecting, what he's speaking into the world. <laughs> girl lover. And didn't he have like a 14 year old girlfriend? Like, wasn't Marianne? faithful like 12 uh, no it was another girl her name was something kong or hong or something like right that. right that was that was camel's girlfriend was, right? uh, yeah. i have it somewhere I forgot. but we see the cat it's like the beast like uh crowley's beast you know the uh the horror babylon rides the beast so he's taking that and the little horn, you know, from the Bible. It's like a lot of satanic stuff kind of just folded right in and it just looks like a happy picture. And then he looks like he's got the bloody head. Go ahead, Lane. Good one, please. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. I don't know. I'm just trying to find That's this okay. girl's name. It was called. Okay. Like and her sister was friends with Marlon Brando, too. So. Yeah, and Marlon Brando was sick, and he was... He was sick. Yeah, he was... There were rumors he was, like, having sex with his daughter for, like, a decade. Gross. Jesus. But that's normal for those people. I mean, look at the mamas and the papas, and, like, you know, all these people. It's just... And um, the guy who, who played uh, in, in Kubrick's movie there, Barry Lyndon, like, he, he used to have sex with his daughter. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, O'Toole, is that right? Yeah, Pete, not Pete, not Tool. Uh, Peter. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, he he was supposed to narrate that film, but Kubrick found out what was happening with his daughter Vivian. Oh. That was in the memoirs of mm. written by. Oh. Uh, what the hell was her name? Starts with a C. God, change, chance, change. What the God. I forget. Anyway, I'm sorry, you guys. I should have that on the top of my head. But, but anyway, she wrote a like a like a you know a memoir or whatever, and she talks about how she was brought to England during the filming of Barry Lyndon, and she became as a young girl became friends with uh, Vivian Kubrick, and Vivian like stole her boyfriend, which is like her dad basically she got like mad that her dad was doing with her and it was very 
is sick. But uh, that's why Kubrick fired him, sent him home, like, and somebody else narrated the film. But uh, like, those people are. I mean, it's just part of it. It's like all folded in, you know. And Kubrick knew that, like, working with uh, uh, Clark, you know. Clark is a notorious pedophile, and, and Clark? Uh, who's Clark? Uh, Arthur C. Clark. Arthur C. Clark. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, child has ended. Uh-huh. China Kong was the one who was he was dating when she was fourteen. China Kong. <laughs> this is a great name. <laughs> China Kong. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, Hans. Did you want to talk about the blood in the head? Well, I just mentioned that this you know the blood symbolism is 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 important you know throughout this whole thing. Um, you know, and then it goes to his mouth, right? And then his whole face is covered in blood. Right. And so, and, so, and then look what's what's behind. What's behind? You, so okay, it's you, a hanging child. It looks like they're hanging by their neck. It looks like it looks like a little girl hanging by her neck. Yeah, with it, her arms bound behind her. And then on the other side, there's like a, there's a she's riding a cat beast. Yeah, that's just Indian like, like or Babylon. That, that, that's Durga. Durga. But 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 it's it, it's it's kind of a it's it's a modification of the the Hindu goddess Durga. But it does look like it's it's been modified to look like the Horror of Babylon for sure. Right, like so she's that a cat. And then yeah, and that sacrifice. I mean, it looks like there's a kid hanging. It looks it could be a, a you know on a like so a New York sick. City or London yeah, like you know apartment. Outside. And then there's a there's a you know then there's a executed. You can see the line of the the noose. And and you can I see can... the feet are suspended. It looks like the feet are suspended oh, wow. above the ground. So literally, see it is like a noose. See that? Yeah. Wow. That oh yeah. And then Very. it's just Turner's purple, whatever orchestra with the, the star on his hand, yeah, right, <laughs> right, just like in the Disney thing where the like the Mac Math of Magic. Have you seen that Disney with Donald Duck where he's got like, he's got the 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 uh, the star on the hand. Uh, it, the the five points, rep, you know, is related to the hand. And oh, wow, this so, is amazing, right? Look at this, just to tie it in. So. Okay, the red hair, and then the backdrop, that's a Middle Eastern backdrop, right? Hassani Saba, and then you have the picture of Jim Morrison, which is obviously not the original picture, right? It's it's modified, and it has that stamped on it. It's all over. Right. Right? And And look at the timeline. It's a red line. It's it a red like, line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end. It looks like at the beginning of the, you know, you got the Jim Morrison, and by the end, you got Turner's Purple Orchestra. You know, and purple's magic, you know, all this. Like, and, but yeah, it's like a timeline right there. It's and all it's, over. It's and his arms, and it looks like there's a bunch of, his chest doesn't look like there's writing on it or something. It looks like writing, yeah, like maybe magical writing on this chest. So that's. He wasn't that big. I remember him quite well. He wasn't old. So now, now <laughs> is the beginning of this scene where, okay, there's a child wearing a dress. He's not wearing the, the mustache anymore. He's eating some kind of slop. It's like beans or something. And it's like placed in his lap and he's like scooping. So with SRA programming, the food is the program, right? So as they're eating, they're being, uh, it's, it's, it's weird how, how it's packaged that way. It's a long way to describe, but basically this kid seems like, uh, one of these SRA trauma-based uh, mind-controlled children. Uh, Kurth Barker wrote a book about, um, you know, growing up in a generational satanic family. And when he was performing, 
he was made to wear women's clothes and he was given a female name, Kathy. Every time he was at the satanic stuff or doing the pornography or whatever, he was Kathy. And then he would go home and be Kurth. It's sick. Like the, the you know, it, 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 I just, just as a ra- little random, but I, for some reason I woke up this morning and I thought, Shell Silverstein, right? That guy's a little weird, but I never thought about it. It just popped in my head. I looked up. So not only did he write A Boy Named Sue, right? He wrote that song for Johnny Cash. He worked for Playboy. He has poetry that's straight up pedophilic, but he he wrote another version. So he was original songwriter for A Boy Named Sue. Then he wrote a second, you know, he wrote part two for that song. And that part two, the boy named Sue becomes a transvestite sex slave of his own father. Wow. In the song, wow. that's Shell wow. Servicing, the big children's poet. Yeah, look Jeez. that up. No wonder they put him in front of all the kids. And, and you look at that guy. So, but I'm so that that ties. I mean, and so, anyways, you know, right. the, he was popular in the '60s and so '70s. I mean, he was like right. his right. books. His books were translated all over the world. You know, this he like where out. the sod. You know, you read that shit in um, in high school. I mean, not right. high school. I mean, like elementary school. But, but, but the guy was a complete. Okay, but oh, I just thought uh, of that. Got Allen Ginsberg is friends with these people. Um, that they're all connected with the whole beat scene, bringing about the '60s. Like they kind of cracked away with um, the uh, that other pedophile there that killed his wife, uh, William Burroughs. Like you know, these people they put them out and they like cracked open the door for like the grateful dead to get their feet in there and like uh you know like uh cowboy neil at the wheel bust to never land you know like it's it's part of the grateful dead story to be brought in by these pedophile heroes <laughs> and then their main here their main like one of the people on stage is a little twinkie boy like with long hair looking like a girl in his tight jeans and, and the guy next to him is a dirty biker <laughs> you know like what are they trying to tell us yeah but anyway and so yeah this uh like so this right here in this film we have the little kid cross-dressing and he's in the bathroom with uh, an adult man who's not his family who's taking a bath naked and the kids just hanging out eating food eating beans eating beans <laughs> and let's continue a little bit here and show the next game when we it was very famous when i was in it i was chopped so now he's like painting his face with white stuff it's, it's shaving cream. I know, but still, it's yeah, yeah. liminal, right? Okay, we're going to talk some more. Then we have the Christian Yeah, so now we get to see the posters on the wall. He's walking across this. That looks like a lot of people over there. There's a mirror. looks like a shield mirror. And then we, if you see, there's the doll face. And she looks like she has no eyes. And we kind of talked about this uh before uh, on the Altamont program about how there's a plaster face programming with the MK Ultra children where they actually steal the face. They, they, and the person, when the programmed individual, when they see themselves in the mirror, they see the mask that was given to them and they're afraid that their face will break all the time. Uh, it's part of the control uh, in the trauma. Bay. You, people can read about it. Fritz Springmeier wrote about it in his uh, book, How to Make an Undetectable Mind-Controlled Slave. Ah. Um, very interesting. So that looks like a plaster face, and the eyes 
being black like that. It looks like the mask, the mask of a doll face. Yeah, but or, but also also the black eyes going totally black is also connected with demonic possession, right? right? And yeah. the panda thing with the kids, like yeah. their 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 eyes because of the the intense abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go black like they get black. Yeah. And then, of course, below, what do we have? A bunch Ugh, of yeah, naked, butts, right? Naked. But. Okay, but, okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, so below for the listeners, I don't know. There's like African dancers, maybe, with um, naked legs, and they're close. They're nuts to butts. That you know, as close as a conga line, like real close, dancing in unison together. <sighs> Sorry about my dog making noise. Everybody is drinking water. Anyway, please excuse that. Uh, so here we, there's more to that picture. It looks, uh, so then there's like the red splat on the wall. It looks like, like a blood splatter. And now we see the, the three big posters. I'll see if I can get a better view. I think there's a scene where they're not folded, right? Or are they always folded? I think there's they, another, I think uh, they might always be folded. Okay. But we, I mean, we can probably scan through, but we, we can look. If we look. That's enough. Yeah, go ahead. There's a lot there. Yeah. There, so the, the right image is the gangster guy. He's wearing, you know, got his tie on. He's got his cigar. Got his wearing his hat. So that's like the right polarity. And then the left polarity is total debauchery. If you look all the way to the left of that image, there are these figures. That he's look like, like he's sodomizing. See, look, someone yeah. having sex. See, there's a figure go bent over there. Then there's a, the green figure, like the magician watching it, right? Yes, there's a face holding a cigarette, looking at the person viewing the image. So it like that's like in photography if the person in the image is looking at the camera it creates like a automatic connection the brain recognizes that person looking at me so it calls your attention and it uh that it's like they're looking to see the reaction of the viewer and they're smoking their cigarette like oh that's fine with me i like to watch it, and it looks like multiple figures all of them like ganging up on a smaller figure below them all like like some kind of bukkake situation I, I don't and then in the middle poster there's the magician with his left hand like the left hand path and then there's the serpent snake beside him right next to his mouth and then we see like uh, and then the tree branch it looks like a forked tree branch like a, you yes. know like a almost like a trident um right. Or like like druidic magic, like yeah, you know, um, and then we see b behind the child, like right around where he, where he's sitting down, are like levers to turn the pipes on and off, oh. and it looks like it's right there. Oh, he's his, eating beans. Yeah, oh. and it's like the the pipes are there uh, near his rear end, and on the other side, there's pipes that are like going down in the corner of the room down into behind the guy that's in the tub like they're both have pipes like leading towards their rear end mm. and then there's the little female figures on the little boy's dress you know you see those yep. little, these little female right like little know. hoochie hoochie coochie dancers with the with this, the um like the what do you call it? straw straw dress what you, the hawaiian dancers anyway it looks like has it always got a secretary huh 
Yeah, he, he's he's still. It doesn't. He doesn't even have a beard. Why is he taking the whole scene? He's lathering his face with shaving cream. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Gross. So okay. So this kid is like elated, having so much fun talking to this stranger who just moved in. Like who knows who this dude is, and he's naked in a tub. I mean, come on, guys. Like what the hell? <laughs> and we see more. There's an African mask. It's kind of like a collage with the nuts to butts dancers. There's like black legs on the right and white legs on the left, but they're still just as close. And in the middle is like an African totem carved uh, idol. Come up with me, say cheers and cheers. They love stories famous. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't know nothing, do you, Dad? Where's Noel come? What I mean, who is this framed on the wall? Like, I guess we can't really read it. Doctor K. Tom Tom, torture, torture. torture. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, he has to know K is the eleventh letter in the alphabet too. So it's oh. wow. MK Ultra. I mean, you know, yep. and, and Doctor spelled with a K also, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Doctor. Wow. Uh, this oh, is sick. And the, the it's green. actually for eleven letters too. Dr. K tortured the window. Oh, yeah, and th there's a picture of a of a woman with her hands tied behind her back on the on the windowsill also. Right. So so oh man, there's the kid with his dress. And his be oh that, that it actually almost turns my stomach. It's, just, it's sick, dude. Oh. They're like, this is this this is what hippies do, showing all over the world like this is what it's like in a hippie's house. Too. Mortar and pestle, these kind of phallic. Right. Things. And that's like, those are tools of magic. You know, every magician has a mortar and pestle, you know, like. Uh, and like, look at those the implements behind her. Those look like ritual implements. Like, you know what I mean? Like ritual sacrifice. Well, maybe right. the other, other side. Well, those wooden spoons and shit stuff looks like uh, old, um, you know, pagan magician. Mm. You know, like the old, like a, a, like some hut that you might find out in the woods where she's going to, you know, whatever. But the, it looks like uh, older witch's kitchen, right? That guy. I think he's horrible. You don't really like him, do you? But I don't want anything. I just let things happen. So they don't like him, but they allow this kid to go in the bathroom with him while he's taking a bath. Like, what the? Mr. D, hmm? would you like me to do your room now? Oh, hello, Mrs. Gibbs. No, thanks, dear. No. So if you look in the wall, there's like a picture, a close-up of a boxer's ear. And it looks like it's a like a boxer's ear gets demolished over the years. Uh, box like a boxed ear. But he has no eyes. Look at that eyes are. Well, gone. It looks like his eyes are black. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And the theme, the the prevalent theme is African, right? Nudes or dancing or primitivism right. or something like that too. So, and like like I mentioned in the other show, like some of the first in quotes pornography we ever saw in the 60s was national geographic it was like the first time you could see boobies naked you know i guess porn uh, playboy came out in 50 something but 
but anyway that was like a lot of people's first introduction to like whoa boobies besides their mom's boob or whatever like it, it was tough to find porno but nowadays it's in everybody's pocket <laughs> it's like but anyway sorry so yeah this it's interesting the boxed ear uh you know now he's at least now he's got clothes on tomorrow will be fine thanks a lot love thank you at this point something unforeseeable occurred from a corner of the room, the old what book is he reading? threw him a naked dagger which landed at his feet. Dalman bent over. That's Hassani Saba. They're, they're talking about Hassani Saba. I think it might be uh, Burroughs wrote about Okay, because he drops the book and they show it. Then again, at the end of the movie in the credits, they show this book. Oh, I just yeah. wasn't able to read it because a, a fly goes in his eye. Right. As he's reading and he drops the book and they, they and obviously it's important because at the end of the last credits, when they show the actual an actual photograph of the Altamont Fortress of Hassani Saba, right, the ruins of it, a modern picture. They also show the picture of this book. So I, I couldn't read the, the dust jacket. I'll know. try to snap a shot. Right yeah, right to pick it up. They would not have allowed such things to happen to me in the sanitarium, he thought. And he felt two things. The first. Yes, I know why. Yeah? Yes. Ah! What is it? Uh, a thousand something. A Damn. personal and yeah. It's George Louise Borges, yeah. Borges. Oh, Borges. Okay, Borges. Borges. So, so he, so he's a surrealist, right? And he wrote a lot of sort of, and it was guess familiar with him. Um, very interesting uh, writer. Um, and very like sh short stories, really amazing, like kind of bending reality. You know, really mind bending, like different time space connected with like some a Kabbalah and stuff like that. So he's a very interesting writer. So that's that's um. Yeah, it's quite interesting, right? So, uh, you know, and that quote he was wasn't he talking about Hassani Saba? No, no, that was like Gaucho was a cowboy, I think. So, okay, yeah, but anyway, so we can keep going. So, I got a fly, a fly, and my eye. Isn't that a bad omen? Isn't a like a fly like related to death and decay? Yeah, and and, and right. Beelzebub, right? Lord of the Flies. Right. Yeah, right. And he's afraid to. Of you? Yeah, we can skip that. Just, yeah, we'll skip that. All right. Guys, I got about uh, 10 more minutes. We're at the 120 mark. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe. Would it be possible to continue beyond that point? Is that okay? Um, you can, I mean, I think if we keep it open, it'll keep, it might not keep recording for you, though. Yeah, shit. No, I think well, I'm maybe gonna... we. I think um, the. Uh, yeah, we could do a part two. I like that. That's when good. he's playing the the blues, get oh, we could just leave it there. The, the really, when it really hits right is when he start. He's playing the Robert Johnson, Tello Satan, right. and then he says like, "I'm the program, you know, I'm pr the programmer of right. your brain." That that's where it really okay, right? There, yeah, right there. I don't. Maybe that's a good. Yeah. He does. You could come. In my kitchen Cause it's going to be raining at door Ooh, when I blow Stew for my whispering Well, Joker, he got lucky 
stole her back again You better come In my kitchen He does He knows he's the bogeyman I'm alive and well, you push the buttons On that thing So notice the red wall with the shadow, right? Like the, the demonic force. Woke up this morning. Music. Somebody knocking on my door. Woke up this morning. I believe it's time to go. We push the buttons. He's the horror show. He's an old pro. He can take it. He takes it. He dishes it out too. Bet your sweet fucking life he does. He's a mean bastard. I'm the Lone Ranger. <laughs> we'll take you down. A mad clown. Mad clown. I thought he said I might drown you. He oh my god! Might drown you. Yeah. Oh, and if you, you think the about, side, I might drown you. Think about but, but, how did yeah. Brian Johnson die? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> did... yep, Brian, right around this time, right? Six yeah. Years. Yeah, and, and and look at like if you look at the red. I mean, this is very film deliberately, right? It's not mm -hmm. so you not only have you have you have the triad, right? Light, right, left, and center. You right. have the reflection of Mick in the the mirror on the right. right. You have him in the center. Then you have the red wall. And it, if you just look at that shadow also figure, reflection, but it's a negative reflection, like the absence of light. Like the mirror gives you light to your eye, and the shadow is the occulting of the light. It's it's the lack of light. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. But the shadow looks, I mean, it looks like if you look at that just by itself, it looks, you know, it cha changes form and shape. It looks like a demonic creature, right? right? A non-human entity almost. Right. Um, so it says, famous, how many famous musicians have drowned suspiciously? Other right. Than Brian, well, Brian that's Johnson. Dennis Wilson, right? Uh, uh, Morrison, supposedly, if he did die, Jim Morrison, supposedly. yeah, Jim yeah. Morrison. Oh, yeah, Jim, the bathtub, Whitney Houston, right? Wow, the bathtub, bathtub. Jim Morrison died in the bathtub. Yeah, wow. When did that happen? Two seventy seventy one, right? Jeff in Buckley, Paris. right? Jeff Buckley, suspicious drowning. But check Bruce this out. Swimmer, good athlete. Right. Uh, and then you but, like oh, Whitney Houston and stuff. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, but that that thing about Jim Morrison is like he died in the bathtub. This was a right. big, you know, he died in the bathtub, and they have that picture of Jim Morrison in the bathtub. Right. It's all over with all. Then, it's all over written above it. And you then know? <laughs> that's it would, uh, like. Uh, Damien Eccles submerged his offerings into the water. It's it it's the mirror, like the the first mirror we ever saw was the reflection in a lake or whatever, you know. So it's going behind the mirror to the other side, you know. Uh, it's it's a connection to the afterlife. It's it has a lot of a color. Well, the water is a mirror, right? And the scrying mirror, where the what the scrying. At the very mirror? end of uh, Lucifer Rising, Donald Camel takes the 
little human figurines and throws them in the water. Yes. Very mysterious. It's right? an offering and like and their OTO uh they love Typhon, the the Typhon water beast. Right. You know mm. what I mean? Like uh just like the yeah. ONA, they love the underwater demons. Yes. Mm. And and you have Jean Cocteau, right? The the French surrealist filmmaker. Orpheus, right? Or very important movie, but they, they go to this other world through the mirror, right? The mirror is the doorway right. to the astral, to the the other interdimensional reality, right? So the mirror is also a porthole or a doorway. Yes, that's why they took. That's why they submerged the, the the people in the water because it's like, also like uh, like Damien Eccles and stuff. He'll make moon water, leave water out under the moonlight, you know, to like charge up the. So it has a connection to the goddess and to their um, the sacrifice that they're. Uh, All right. It, it's there's a lot there's a lot there, and I need to learn more about it before I start talking about it on the radio. But but that is definitely something that is a theme. It pops up. It pops yeah, up yeah, often. Yeah. And, well, okay. Go ahead. Richard, maybe just finish the scene out. I know you got to go, William. But but uh, okay, yeah, 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 just there's a few more things. I think where he talks about the blowing the head, hole in the head. Oh, that's mad witch. Mad witch. Mad bitch. Like Jesse James. He's a striped beast. Huh. You enjoy your work. He's a striped beast, and look at the whore riding him. Look at that. Wow. Ah. That's it. That she's the whore Babylon. She's wearing the red and she's got the red hair. She's beautiful woman whore. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> she's ah he calls it out right man. there she he's the beast Unbelievable. he's wow. the so beast Campbell knew all that stuff he knew yes. it all and, you know, but he's like i might shoot you i might drown you right and he's saying I, i'm gonna kill you um and, and the whore of babylon and he's right. you know hello satan and i'm the programmer you know um yeah and she's in the red like she's she's engulfed by red this is all red around her the scarlet whore right. you've got the gift What's wrong with the lights? Yeah. Artificial energy. It's pulsating into the voltage. The flame. Hey, man! Hold it! Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that sort before. He's staring at a camera. I was listening. It must be scorching on. <laughs> this is uh so this he's is a pretty table. Table. <laughs> this, this is pretty tight. The mushrooms have kicked in. Oh yeah, and, uh, I like that. How much do you want for this turn? And notice that repetitive music with that high cone cluster. Same thing playing over and over again. Like he's on his way. That it's way. like that needle into your, <laughs> your brain. How much did you give him? He's behind the mirror again. Two thirds of the big one. Two thirds yeah, of the big insane. one. Can't make that scene. You should have thought of that before. Johnny, Johnny, you feel better, huh? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty sharp. Get shift on. Sure. Where's Rosie? Hey. 
gonna nudge that steak. Don't you worry about that. We're gonna nudge that steak? Johnny. Is that what he said? Chess. Yeah? Look at this. Cool. Oh, it's not. It's beautiful. It's it's a You had one for dinner. It's not a common hallucinogenic. Mm-hmm. You poisoned me! But don't be crazy! You poisoned me! No! Oh, don't no, be no. ridiculous. We just want to speed You've things up. Drugged. I want to get a shift done. She hands him a gun. I just want to go in there. He just fell this, in. Oh wait, but this is what I was looking for. I just want to go in there about the mind and the audience. This okay. is like this is the, the most important thing. I don't know. Hold on, but this and is a, so like the audience also is encouraged to be tripping while they watch this film. Yes. And if we look, the it's about one hour and seventeen minutes. There should be peaking about now. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh like, yeah. Because like people, a lot of times they'll they'll drop right when the dark side of the moon starts and then like by the end right about then it starts to kick in you know oh. yeah like so a lot of times people it's an event you know you go you do the drugs at the, <laughs> you do the drugs at the music show whatever mm. so like this is about when the viewers also are peaking at, while they're watching so while he's speaking he's also speaking to the viewers who are experiencing the, the same in the brain and they fall they fall into that the the tub it's like but there's no water there but like he's falling into that pit right yeah and but this dialogue the water right yeah. we were just saying yeah so this is really important this dialogue right here if you can okay. play it yep okay the blood of this vegetable is boring a hole this second hole is penetrating the hole of your face the skull of your bum I just want to get right in there, do you know what I mean? And root around I'm like a major Come on, you're beautiful. We just dismantled you a little bit, that's all. Just to see how you function. We sit through your act now. We just dismantled you a little. Is that? They never get fed up with it, do they? I'm a goer myself. It's been on the road a million years. A million years people have been coming in and dragging in to watch it. I like a bit of a cabot. I don't send them solicitor's letters. I apply a bit of pressure. He won't listen to me. I know how you do it. Some scratching is good. I know a thing or two about performing, my boy. I didn't tell you. He had the gift too once upon a time. You should have seen him ten years ago. I'll tell you this. The only performance that makes it that really makes it, that makes it all the way, is the one that achieves madness. Right? Am I right? You with me? The only performance that truly makes it is the one that achieves madness. Okay. What are they trying to tell us? With you. He wants He's to changing know. the memo from Turner outfit, too. Turn into who? He has the, the same kind of facial hair from the memo from Turner, which we'll watch here in a minute. Okay, yeah, maybe we can yeah. play that. I just want to highlight, so I think like the, the, the dialogue here is really important because it's right. like, I'm going to bore a hole into your brain, right? And so in a sense, um, you know, like, well, you know, I played that that stuff on your show, you know, with the Mary Pranksters talking about putting a, 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 a hole, uh, a plug into the brain, right? And that, th that those dissonant sounds like ding, ding. So that's, and it, that's going to be perceived subconsciously. And that's actually almost, you talk about boring a hole into the brain, go inside your skull, root around in there. 
you know, this is I'm the programmer. And, and he's dressed like a gangster, like a greaser, like um, like all of a sudden he Now that he's inside your brain, now he's a gangster, and he's gonna like cause madness. Ah, like, he's inside of your head. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you sure is a bigger turn on than heads ever was. I should on. She's her. pointing the gun at her head. Like. <laughs> I know a thing or two about the clientele. They're a bunch of liars and rigglers. Put the frighteners on them. Give them a bit of stick. That's the way to make them jump. They love it. Oh, he's on the bummer. Red, red wig. Yeah. Time for your new image. And they're filming him. What are they doing? Okay, now we're going to start. He's going to start with the Hassani Sabah stuff. Yeah, maybe a good. Um, but this is where. Just keep going. Let's just finish. Okay. okay. okay just speed it up and we'll get it done. Like, okay. you guys true and what's okay. not. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. The last words of the old man on the mountain. His mother is a thousand years old. Imagine yourself being a thousand years younger. The old man was called in the language of Persia, Hassani Saba, and his people were called the Hashishin. He had caused a valley between two mountains to be enclosed and turned into a garden. So large and beautiful, his people believed it was paradise. And there was a fortress at the entrance, strong enough to resist all the world. Now the old man... Well, he's literally dressed like one, one of the people at that, at that age from the Hashish era. Right. And just now that they're in, bored into his brain, they're giving him a new identity. And to be they're telling him... So that when they awoke, These they believed they were in paradise. By the ocean. And there were damsels and young girls there who dallied with them to their heart's content so that they had what young men desire. Thus it was that when the old man decided to send one of his assassins upon a mission, such as to have a prince slain, he would send for one of these youths and say, Go thou and kill, and when thou returnest, my angel shall bear thee into paradise. And shouldst thou die, nevertheless, I will send my angels to carry thee back into paradise. They enjoyed their work. Are you in that garden? Yeah. Are you in that garden? Stay there. Oh, stay there. Never trust old men, old showmen, old wankers. I'm gonna take you down the riverside. I might powder you. I might... Polish you, I might make you shiny like a mirror. I just don't know. Mmm, what's that? What you call it? Pectoral. He's gonna, she's gonna make him like a mirror. Take, Take you down to the riverside, right? Right. You know, polish yeah, you like a mirror. So we're gonna skip. Do you never have a female feel? Oh, this is this no, is a never. mirror. This is the mirror part. I feel half like a man. man. Half male, half female. A man all the time. That's awful. That's what's <laughs> wrong with you, isn't it? It's what do you mean? It's a man's man's world. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm normal. 
toxic masculinity. <laughs> How do you think Turner feels yeah. like, huh? I don't know, he's weird. And you're weird. You're kinky. He's a man, male and female man. Male and female man. Feels like yeah. me. No, no, does it? Feel, huh? Tell me. Female feel. <laughs> You love it. Hmm? Come inside my squares. I'll introduce you to Ick, the Com Light God. Come into Ick my squares. I'll introduce you to the Light God. Come inside my squares. I'll introduce you to Ick, the Light. Or that was the Light God. Yeah. So this is. I mean, there's so much in here, right? I mean, in terms right. of the the actual. There's in a certain way, he's revealing how the media serves as this Crowley and occult working. Right? Is almost like showing. You know what I mean? It's it's revealing it. It's it's displaying right. it, even as it's it's undergoing. Right? I so take the inside his head. He's in the garden, and they're transforming him into a man woman. I mean, what have they done to our culture? Pretty much. Over Same thing. Time? <laughs> and he's become a mind controlled assassin. So, right. but he's. Do you see these multiple layers of identity? Even right. he says, "Oh, I'm normal." That's probably the last resistance of his conscious ego. Right. But there's multiple. That's why I was degrees, but I'm gonna river river. I'll kill you by the river. I'm gonna the blood, right? The assassination. I'll I'll bore a hole in your head. Right. So Jagger saying that I'm the programmer, right? right? Okay, so polish you till you shine like a mirror. Go elsewhere. Tell me, my glutes, Maximus. Hmm? How does it feel like? Huh? I said I'm not one of those. Butch. Mmm, <laughs> Rita Hayward. I said no. Rita Hayward. You You, you degenerate. You're perverted. What's he want to get out of my face? I'm going to polish you. Polish you. The old. The old. What's he want? Maybe a little mirror. A mirror again. My mirror. A little black mirror. What's little black mirror? Trying mirror. I'm gonna polish you. And then you think about the last film, where it's a murderer with a mirror. And then when, like the scene that I've seen of it, there's a woman who's bound in a tub, submerged in water. As she's dying, he's holding the mirror so she can see herself. Yeah, I have that clip if you want to watch it. Wow. Yeah, we can. What do you think, Han? No. no. So yeah, he's denying he's she's a degenerate and whatever. So. Um, oh, then, then he's, there's a, the light. The, yeah, he's dancing with the lightning bolts. Um, and this ties into Vallis, you know, the Philip K. Dick novel, huh. because um, Vallis. So there's like this music that's like it's basically there's a trilogy, but it's coming from this AI. That, that, that you know that's uh, you know I, so this is like that anyways ballast oh. and the oh. mirror yeah up and up above below right fully mind controlled now right Music is affecting his body. It's like a 
trying to be the god of light. Look at this. <laughs> Like totally mind control. Right. He's going look going into his ear. Right. Like they're boring the hole. Yeah, boring the hole. Have you hear that that sound? Yeah. It's like a drill. You drill going inside the brain. Oh, through the ear. Tell your agent. Look at his face. Why? What time is it? You forgot to phone your agent. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, would you like to play that one more clip? I mean, I guess this is like Twilight we... language. Which language galore? But still with that. Maybe this is just the music one. I don't know. Let's find the video. Was this released uh, in 70, this uh, record that went along with the film? Um, I think so, yeah. yeah. Where's the video? I need to find the video. But Go ahead, Hans. Well, what's, what's really interesting, you know, again, whatever that lightning bolt symbolizes, but then again, you see him going through these various layers of mind control directly like the honey saba and then you have that weird piercing noise right that right. i mentioned and that shows up again right, right there in that scene with the with the lightning bolt going in through his ear into his brain right um and so it's and it's direct i'm gonna polish you like a mirror right i'm a black mirror and yeah. and it's so it's uh, and you can see like the, the, the you know it's i mean how much right. You tie this in the ultimate and the entire social cultural programming of tens of thousands, if not millions, of people through these interconnected actualized projects. So, yeah, actualized. It's so perfect the term. I'm glad you read that, William. Yeah. Let's uh, let's add. We'll watch Wire of the Eye, but while I get the other one, we see. Oh yeah, the Wire of the Eye. So this is the last film, and then he killed himself. He shot himself like right after this. Like it was. In front of a mirror and looked at as the hole in his head. <laughs> in a mirror. Wow. So there's the maiden. The blue flowers. So he's drawing a bath. Eyeballs. Yeah. She's got flowers on her dress, flowers on the wallpaper. She's like the sacrifice of Midsomar flower. Uh, right. Yeah. I did it in a big bad way. Damn these things. Damn these things like her eyes. Damn her eyes. Try to cash. Oh, shoot. Inversion. Upside down. Hitting her head. Pops her out. Rolls her up. 
that they would start counting them like a lot. So, fully, fully dominating her, uh, wrapping her tied. And that kind of has some. Uh, and everything. on his hands. I don't know if it's Mercury, Mercury, at all. So she's merged in the sky. Now here's the Underneath the water, submerged right in the oh, yeah. It's the other side. <laughs> Sacrifice is taken. Wow. wow. That's the uh, that's the clip to like, oh, you want to see this movie? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the advertising clip. Can I just read this quote real quick? It's just one yeah, paragraph. Of course, of course. Okay. So the death of Donald Campbell Campbell was as flamboyant and dramatic as anything he had ever filmed. Haunted by death and suicide for many years, he took his own life in 1996 at age 62 with a gunshot to the head. But he fired into the top of his head instead of the roof of his mouth, with the result that he was alive and conscious for up to 45 minutes afterwards and reportedly was in a happy, almost euphoric state. The fact that he didn't die instantly was not accidental. In fact, he allegedly requested that his wife and writing collaborator, China Camel, hold a me- hold up a mirror so he could watch himself die. And he asked her, did you see the picture of Borges? And Borges is that writer. In the book. Right? In, in, in the movie. Okay, I just want to bring it up. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Wow, <that's> crazy. <laughs> what a mental person. <laughs> Holy crazy God. person man. what did they right. do to him <laughs> go ahead Hang on. something bad all right listen to this here it is which language twilight language take okay. it apart Tonight. We were eating eggs in Sammy's when the black man there drew his knife. Oh, you drowned that Jew in Rampton as he washed his sleeveless shirt. You know, that Spanish speaking gentleman, the one that we all call Kurt. Come down, gentlemen, I know the some mistake. How forgetful I'm becoming now, you fixed your. Yeah. 
You were a faggy little le- leather boy yeah, with a yeah. small piece of stick. Wow. So that, that's, I don't think we. But I mean, it makes wrong. Your organs working perfectly, but there's a part. Your, your organs working perfectly, but there's part that's not screwed on, so he's crazy. It's not screwed on. I want you at the Coke convention back in 1965. I only misread Greg's executive Aussie heavily advertised. You're that great red man whose daughter licks Willie Spoon's buttons clean. You're the man who squats behind the man who works the soft machine. Come now, gentlemen, your love is all I crave. You'll still be in the circus when I'm laughing. So then he's back as Turner, yeah. So it's like they're playing around with his identity. Right. Like as a mobster and then also like seeing about all these people's weird sexual Well, I mean, think about like the people that created Altamont, the people that are like funding the whole 60s movement. The, the Satanists are mobsters. It's like they are well, organized criminals. Well, like, Go ahead. You know, I, I didn't even bring that up, and uh, you know the, the the Cray twins, right? I mean, they were a huge part of the whole, and so there's some direct references to them, and then they're also the pedophilia taking pictures, the pedophilic blackmail of the MPs, and and so they were major, majorly involved. And in this, like, so you have him switching the roles, right? He's both the uh, the mobster, the artist. <laughs> you got the bla- the lamp, the black lamp. Right, going back and forth, even the, even the music it's itself. The dead song where he says, "I'm the great, I'm the government in a hiding out in a rock and roll band." Like yeah. you know, where they're saying, oh, "I'm the gangster," yeah. but yeah, I'm here playing this music with his costume on. You know, yeah, same thing. They think that one of the reasons the Cray brothers took, they took the government so long to bust them is that the their friends in the government prevented their arrest. Yeah, so they had all these buddies, and one yeah. of their Chief uh, friends was Tom Dryberg, who's Crowley's supposed heir apparent. Crazy story. Wow. There's a picture together in Children of the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> Comes your mirror very shortly. They're also all naked. All right, so people can watch this video. They're all getting mind control by the music. Totally. And the young men all look hard. And the young girls eat their mother's meat from tubes of plastic corn. Beware it, please, my gentle friends, of all the skins you breathe. Taste the habit, they eat the hands that bleed. So remember who you 
Boys will be boys and play with toys, so be strong with your beast. <laughs> oh, Rosie, dear, don't you think it's clear? With your mother's My baby's dead, the lady's dead, you all work for me. So he's basically the devil. Watch this. Wasn't Rose the one in Crowley who, like... Uh, Rose Kelly? Yeah, wasn't Rosie, she the one yeah, who yeah. channeled Iwas? Yeah, she's the one who said, they're waiting for you or whatever. But yeah, that's like one of the most heavy, like, wow. which language songs ever. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I was just trying to write some stuff down, but you yeah. got Hemlock, so you got the, the suicide, the poison. So the you have the black man, which also there's that, that occult, you know, not, not African-American, but completely black. Right, like you're the, the base of, of light. Yeah, you're like the astral uh, demonic entity with the knife. Um, I mean, just just so much in there, you know. I mean, God, that, that that's crazy. I have not heard those lyrics. I mean, but but you know, polish, polish your mirror. Uh, the mothers eat your from the horn. Eat your mother's meat. Yeah, from the plastic. I don't know what plastic is. If you meat, British, yeah. meat is another name for Baphomet. Oh. M E T E, I forget, but it's uh, um, Tracy Twyman taught us about this with her mm. book Baphomet, where she studied the Knights Templar. Uh, she and Alex Rivera wrote a book together. I think she was on a Williams show. Uh, long I time talked ago. with her before she passed away, and I also talked to Rivera. Mm. Right, and that was an excellent book where they talked. They showed how meat is the the dual gender it's like a woman with a beard and she's got chains attached to the sun and the and the moon like she's going to tear down the heavens and um it's like a baphomet it's like a it's very interesting so mother's meat that's like the original mother like uh like uh sybil and that whole androgyny of who was born of a stone from the mountain like it's the old woman of the mountain is Sybil, like the magna mater of Roman. Oh, the magna mater, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the and their priests would dress as women and chop everything off. Like, there's a lot going to that old ancient goddess religion, and then the, I mean, the water, that's that the Typhon is. Uh, goddess energy as opposed to the sun solar of the male so i think that it, there's a lot of like ancient goddess stuff there in this uh sorry i didn't mean to go on and on <laughs> please uh i know we don't have much time left uh hans is there anything that uh are you frozen there oh no you're no, not uh, sorry <laughs> okay we're at the two hour mark, guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I ready to wind down. I mean, just for, you know, people who haven't seen it. So he, he also, so that if you listen to the music, you know, the, the drums kind of go off time. There's some delay on the drums, a little bit of temporal distortion. And you have this like photic driving, so to speak, with these light flashing also. He, you know, he's, he knocks the, so you got this weird light stuff. And then you have the three bodies. 
you know, on the ground. And then you have the suspended head, right? The, 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 the um, I mean, oh, so, painting behind yeah, it. so it's, it, that's, there's, there's, uh, those lyrics are intense. I mean, that, that's yeah. far out. They, they're not, he's not holding back on that. Wow. And it, so no. like, that's the character of the sure. you know, sympathy for the devil. No, I mean, like, like he's, he's being like, like we know, we 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 associate Mick Jagger with singing "Sympathy for the Devil." Uh, black man got stabbed at that. They were talking about like black. Man. Oh, black man with a knife! Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here. So you think he's oh. referencing that? Huh? I think before yes. it happened, referencing yes. Altamont. Wow. And like they knew what they were good, what they were doing, you know. And the Hell's Angels, they hired the Hell's Angels on purpose, like, you know. And so, like, this is part of it, and this is a reminder of this. And he is totally immoral, uh, working his magic after they burrowed into our brains with the drugs. And even the businessmen are all dancing to the, to the music. Like everybody's under the trance and he's like manipulating all of them. And he's, he's manipulating like, reality. Right? They're actually, they're warping. Cause you, I mean, obviously this is a bit of a stretch, but it's like, they almost planned Altamont in this film. That's yeah. what he's the actualization. Like this is almost referencing yeah. that, and it's the sacrifice of the minds of that whole generation. They go through all these different stages, right? So that original thing, are you still in the garden? That's where that deep part of you is permanently mind controlled. Right. Right. And you well, know, the garden you, of good and good and evil. But like, it's a garden of Hassani Saba, right? But also that like the, is your, are you still in the garden? Like, have you not realized good and evil? Have you, are you still like, mm -hmm not awake to the realities of like good and evil, you know, uh, so go ahead. But that, that when I think of garden, I think of garden of Eden, but, but, but that's true. The literal garden he was speaking of was the Sani Saba's garden when he was reading that quote. But, but again, you know, showing that ritual old man, you know, directing these people completely under mind control. Yes. And then, and this is, this ritual is the ritual sacrifice of the audience of, of the, the culture. Right. So right. it's, it's a, you know, it, it, and uh, it's um, eat the hands that bleed. What do you think about that? <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but let it bleed. Like well, eat, eat the hands that bleed. Yeah. Let it bleed. Right. Eat the, uh, so it's, and so, he's, it was, I mean, the, the cut your finger in the middle, cut, cut on your left hand deep with the, you know, the spirit cooking thing. Oh, like, right, right, right. and if you look at uh, the, the guy, uh, Hillary Clinton's, uh, whatever guy when he's holding his hands up uh, podesta podesta his hands are all mutilated i think that goes along with the and grateful dead uh jerry's finger is missing um, black sabbath tommy Iommi. tommy Iommi, right yep. black sabbath i think that's related to ritual magic i think that they it's a sacrifice where they they let their hands bleed on purpose it's they're giving up part of themselves mm. and how however many podesta's probably been through a lot of those <laughs> you know his hands are all mangled up it's but um but, but that's like, it's proof to everybody. You can't hide your hands. That's why the magician, and the same thing with like when when you're branded, like you, you raise your right hand to show that you haven't been branded with any like crimes before. Like, you know, like a, an adulterator would have an A or like, a you know, a fornicator would have an F. I don't know. They, they, that's the old the, the old justice is so that you could, because you didn't have a file that came along with you, you know, you had your body and you can't hide your hands or your face. So they would like brand criminals on their hands and their face so that we can see, everybody can see not to trust them, <laughs> you know? So I don't know if that relates, but. 
Yeah. I just said one last thing is just the, the sheer arrogance of Mick Jagger, right? He's like, I, you know, he's expressing this that we control you. We are, we've gone inside your mind. We're, we're manipulating you. We're showing you all this pedophile stuff in front of you, and you're going to enjoy it. And you are, you know, we, 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 we were on the show and they're just like laughing at you and just like, I'm in charge. I'm, I'm the supreme power. Like, I mean, it's, they're right. very, it's, 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 I mean, he's going to continue laughing long after yeah. he's in his grave there. It's all a big joke. That yeah. They're doing this to the entire culture. Ha ha. Like he's one of the elite, you know, he's one of the elite, even though he's wearing hair like he's that. The elite. He was just at that big party for Macron at the uh, Versailles palace. Right. Like they had all these world leaders there. It was yeah. incredible. And there he is like 80 years old, still one of the boys. He's, he's part of the elite. Just because like he's, he's done his job the whole, because he, yeah, he's done his part for the elite. Yeah. Well, he went to the London School of Economics. I mean, he right. was, he was not from, uh, he was from an, you know, elite background. You know what I mean? Just like Pink Floyd and just like many of the other ones from the British, yeah, guys, uh, yeah. you know, mind control music of the 60s. Yeah, Stuart crazy. Copeland from the police. Right. Whoa, Stuart Copeland. Holy crap, his whole family. <laughs> yeah. Total yeah. CIA, like exactly. highest up on the CIA. Yeah. yeah. His dad ran the UK office. Like, holy smokes, he's basically in bed with the British intel. Right. Washington. And it's it's like the British invasion on our minds. You know, they're they're screwing burrowing a hole into our heads and, and we pay for it, you know. It's uh Wow. This really no, so much this movie is much more profound than even the time I've watched it once and, and studied it and studied Camel and put it in a cool Hollywood. But there's so much more that I missed. I missed a lot. Like well, that's, a, do a, that's a great documentary. Home. The listeners should check that out. They they can find that at your Vimeo. Can they Vimeo get- and I put it up on my Patreon. So if you join my Patreon, you can watch all six, well, all five of my videos or documentaries there. Just for five bucks a month. Oh, we'll and my podcast the, is William Ramsey Investigates. Wonderful. We're, we'll put the link, and uh, we, they can find you. Uh, everything that you do is on WilliamRamseyInvestigates.com. Yeah, on website, yeah. <laughs> right. There's a lot. I've been busy. I just published a new book on the Smiley Face Killers, too. Yes. So we need to check that out. We oh, wow, okay. Have you, oh, that's interesting. Wow. We would yeah. love to have you on the show uh, yeah. right again to Anytime. discuss that. Awesome. Anytime. Wonderful. And uh, Hans, we can find you at uh, hansutter.com and mindcontrolmusic.wordpress.com. Com, yep. Right. And is there anything that you'd like to uh, say before? Uh, well, I got a couple new albums coming out here and I'm finishing up this book, which should be ready by the end of this month. Wow. Um, if uh, the gods are willing, maybe I'll go sacrifice a goat. To Mick Jagger. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm actually gonna just work. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, but that's um no th- this was uh you know it's always great, you know, to talk to you guys, you know, and yeah, the different different sides likewise. of this come out. And uh it was it's uh so d- yeah, definitely um you know, I, I I knew this was connected with Altamont, but after what we went through today, it's almost like it's in your Approach. face, right? It's Approach. it's it's really um yeah. I, I you know it's that's you know, very interesting and a little bit, a little bit shocking. Just one last quote from Camel again. The Please. movie was finished before Altamont and Altamont actualized it. Wow. <sighs> that was perfect. What a good show. Thank you, William. Thank you, Hans. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Uh, have a great stay night. There, stay there. Stay there. Cheers. Stay there.